The holidays are just around the corner, and it's time to be thinking about getting those perfect gifts for family, friends, or maybe even for yourself. We have the perfect opportunity for you to take care of that shopping list and support ACB Media at the same time. It's the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Join us on Sunday, November 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Zoom or on ACB Media. You can bid on great, unique items like handmade crafts, collectibles, technology, and food including those wonderful baked goods and a whole lot more. If you want to get a jump start on things, the Sneak-A-Peak Appetizer Auction is also back this year on November 25th and 26th. Watch your email for more details or contact Leslie Spoon. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. We'll see you Sunday, November the 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific at the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Happy bidding! The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello everybody and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for November 22nd. 2022. I am Herbie Allen, and what do you know? Today I am actually back in the kitchen after. And yet you still know what the date is. Yes, I know it's amazing, isn't it? I counted on my fingers, and uh, no, I actually remember that uh, you you had deduced that uh, me knowing what the date was meant that I'm in my studio, so I thought I'd. Uh, Throw you a curveball this time and uh, see if uh, that had you fooled or not. So, anyway, so today is the Tuesday of the week of Thanksgiving, and how appropriate to talk about Thanksgiving dishes, i.e., the dessert. Yes, you all know how to make the turkey and all that. What we're going to do though is the pumpkin pie, the crowning achievement of Thanksgiving. I actually really don't know what it has to do with Thanksgiving, other than it does. So, um, because pumpkins are so common this time of year, that's why. All right. Well, you know, I learned on Alexa that China actually produces the most pumpkins, and um, but you know, guys, we're going to start things off with a. Um, a Thanksgiving joke. Let's see if I can tell this right. So what happens if you uh, drop a Thanksgiving dinner on the floor? You've um, got uh, the fall of turkey, the, um, what? the overthrow of Greece, and the breaking of China. So Terrible international incident. Terrible. But I had to borrow that from uh, the uh, community morning crew call. So, all right, and we've got two wonderful hosts here with us today. First of all, you hear him chuckling over on the uh, clubhouse side. Uh, Tom Terrific, who has added to his skills, if you did not hear last Saturday, when he actually made a karaoke track for somebody, and uh, that turned out wonderful. Him and his uh, little band there, one-man band, actually. Um, 
So uh, welcome, Tom. And over on the Zoom side, just the most charming host we probably have. Maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe there's competition. I don't know. But uh, Allison Smitherman. And uh, so welcome to both of you. And of course, you hear her uh, constantly giving me grief. I mean, uh, talking in the background. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-facilitator and one who gave me this recipe, Twinkling Tori. Hello, Tori. Hello. Hello. All right. So. And Herbie, I've got to give you grief. Chanel needs a break sometimes. Ah, there. That well, that explains it. What? Uh, what? What was that? From what? A break from what? You give me grief instead. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> this is turning out to be a commentary. Uh, and the, me explaining jokes here. So let's get into the kitchen instead and get cooking. So uh, this is going to be an interesting one because I've actually never done this particular recipe before. So we're going to do it all for the first time. So there are a couple of things you can do. You can cheat and get the pie crust and just make the filling. In our case, we are going to make the pie crust it's, as well as the filling and um do it that way because that's what the recipe calls for so what we are going to need is margarine or butter in this case shortening flour and water for our pastry mix so as i'm bringing up the wrong recipe here uh, wrong app rather for my recipe okay i'll deal with you later the first thing is um, the recipe is written in the UK standard, which is seven and a half ounces of flour. So I asked Alexa and she said that comes out to 0.8888888. So we're going to interpret that as half a cup. So uh, no, that's more like that would be a cup because you'd be rounding up for me. Yeah. Because okay. it's a little over three quarters. Then, well, that's interesting because when I asked her what three and a half ounces were, she said that was a fourth cup. So, all right, well, then we will do a full cup of flour. And um, this is why I think everybody just needs to use one measuring standard system. The really, really funny thing is it's written in UK terms, but that's how I got the recipe. And I got the recipe from someone in the US. So go figure. Okay, that is interesting so i have no explanation for that one but uh let's start by talking about the flour again for those of you that are new to these calls i have a flour container which i'm actually going to have to replace because i burnt the lid and i got me a nice new set of metal measuring cups because the other ones had just been used so much that i thought it'd be a good idea to have a nice new set and so we're going to pour the uh i'm using a flour container because it's a lot easier to work with and so i'm scooping out the flour and now i'm going to dump over the bowl banging the sides to make sure any excess comes off and we're going to move this spatula out the way and I'm going to put 
the lid back on. Organization is a key element for the kitchen, which is really strange because I am not well that well organized, but uh, I make things work anyway. Okay. So I've got that lid back on. You want these things as well sealed as possible so that way the flour is going to remain fresh. And I'm going to put that up. Next, we need three and a half ounces or one fourth cup margarine. I'm going to use butter because margarine is just butter but with added chemicals that uh, can make it more like plastic. So we'll just. Uh, is the real thing here okay is this kind of clean? Yeah. and actually Herbie, i think the main reason she was giving you different amounts is that it depends what you're measuring to what the conversion is so i actually didn't tell her what i just asked her what was seven and a half ounces and yeah well it depends what you're measuring to what the conversion is right that that makes sense i did also ask her in tablespoons by the way and she said that was 14 tablespoons of flour so um in case anybody's interested. So I've got my fourth cup here and I'm going to use the spreadable butter because what we're going to be doing here is actually kneading the butter into the flour. And so we want as, it as soft as possible. If you only have the stick butter, then let it sit out for a little while so it is usable by the way and i have seen this done i don't know about this one though i actually have heard that it's safe to store butter in a cool place that's not a refrigerator it uh, is it is yeah and yes All i right. do uh, mean actual dairy butter it is yeah i you know i must admit i'm surprised about that just because it's dairy but uh I, guess, I personally um, wouldn't, but I know it is because it always used to be just stored in a cool place. Yep. Well, um, that's what I was going to say. They, they've they been storing butter and milk and stuff long before we had refrigeration. So Exactly. I guess maybe they know something that we... And people lived long enough for for refrigerators to be made, so... Yep. That, 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 exactly, so... All right, that is done. Now we still add in the shortening before I mix in the flour and the butter, correct? I have to go look at this recipe. So I thought I'd ask the recipe master who um, um, knows. You, you can add the shortening and butter whichever way around you want, really. Okay. The, so the main thing is to get them well mixed, basically. But you All want to right, make sure so. that you've incorporated the shortening of butter into the flour before you add the water. That's the important part. All right. Very good. Very good. Well, right now you're hearing water because I'm washing my hands and uh, making sure that they are clean before we go tackling the shortening. So just to describe the butter container, which I did not do, it is an oblong container, very easy for scooping out of there are times when i use the stick butter there are times when i use the softened butter most of the time i like to use the stick butter because i use the other butter for like toast and whatever 
and that's easier to use than the stick butter and i like to use my stick butter for baking but like i said for what this recipe calls for i am doing it the other way around so with these type of things sometimes it's a judgment call and just how you use what you have i've always just used spreadable butter anyway but it can be done either way so yep very good all right so i'm going to get to the shortening and then we will see if there are any questions afterwards all right so what we need now is i now have my recipe in front of me here so this call the recipe calls for lard and um which is essentially shortening and um, what we're going to use for this one is again our same fourth cup um washed out of course because i don't uh, want to get well i guess it wouldn't hurt it too much if the butter got mixed in with the lard but i think it works better if we use a clean cup i'm going to use a vegetable shortening because it's, maybe it's healthier i have no idea if it really is or not but it uh what i've decided to use okay and washing things in an air fryer basket in your way is an interesting process okay and now i'm going to thoroughly dry this out because we also do not want water in our shortening and um so shortening is um let's try to describe this stuff this is the first time we've actually dealt with it in the call actually it can be used for a number of things you can actually fry things in it and um, it'll become more oily it's kind of like a thick paste the container that i have is a round container with a lid that we just take off. It did have a protective seal on it. When I opened it yesterday, I actually had to open the container because I wasn't sure what it was. Oh, there's still another seal of the lid that we're going to get rid of. And I'm going to make sure that the lid is stored, is not kept near the stove because it's plastic. And then we can just scoop it out and we can try to give ourselves here a level cup of the substance and take it over to our bowl and not so much pour it in but kind of use my finger to scoop it in the bowl okay and we don't want too much extra because this is one of those things that could probably affect it but a little bit isn't going to be the end of the world either so my cup has ran us over just a tiny bit but uh it's very easy to work with the substance because it is so thick and um i don't think this stuff needs refrigerating so, uh, I think it does. You think it does? Okay. Uh, yeah, it needs to be kept cool, and so, yeah. 
Well, Once it's uh, opened anyway, it does, I, I think. All right, well, I know that my nan looking. always kept hers either in a very cold water or in the fridge. So, well, once it was all opened. Right. I probably should have put this stuff in the fridge then last night, but oh well. Um, it'll still be. Oh well, I don't think that how long it's been open now is going to affect it, but I would put it in the fridge now. Yep, I just did. So, all right, let's pause right here and uh, let's see if we have any questions. Remember, it's the raise hand button on Zoom or the request to speak button on Clubhouse. And let's start over on the Zoom side. Do we have any questions? We currently have no raised hands in Zoom. Very good. And how about on the Clubhouse side? I'm not seeing anything on the Clubhouse side so far. All right. Very good. So, Which hopefully just means we've been explaining stuff well enough. Hopefully, yes. Anyway, so with the, that, let us, what we're going to do now is use our hands to kind of mix all this stuff together. And we're going to have, the recipe kind of describes it as a paste, which is what you would expect given the combination of, um, so for this, I am just using it my hands. That's kind of what the recipe seems to call for anyway. And then I think yes, I understand, that's right. Use your hands, get those hands in there. Yep. And so I'm just kind of patting it all down right now. And then we're going to be adding in water into this stuff. And, um, Hope I have enough flour here, but uh, I guess we'll find out. And um, and by the way, folks, I just want to briefly mention we I thought we had a set schedule for things for this call. Um, looks like I'll be doing a little bit more work in the kitchen, as uh, one of our guests for sure will not be coming. Um, this year and that uh, we should be, they'll be having our guest next week all right now we're going to add in the water but i'm going to first of all get the excess off my hands so that way it goes into the bowl all right And then because of the thickness of the substance here, we're going to wash up so I can actually look at my phone to see what it is I need to do next. All right, this stuff, as you would imagine, is extremely sticky. Sticky, sticky. And let us go back to the recipe here. I think we need, well, I know we need water, but. All right, our first normal measurement, six teaspoons of cold water. 
So if it's yeah, very like, sticky, if it's very sticky, you may not need the whole six. All right. And uh, yes, yeah, so that was what I was going to mention next is we don't add in the water all at a time. We add it in the gradually. And unfortunately, the thing I don't like about teaspoons is that can be a little bit hard to measure and we'll hold the water in, but we're going to try. Okay. Teaspoon number one. Unfortunately, if you're, uh, the bowl is a little bit farther away from the sink than like on the opposite counter, but, uh, we're holding this level. Okay, so that is the first two teaspoons, and then we're going to knead this. So what we want is a crumbly mixture. And then I think we make, if I remember the recipe correctly, we make this into a ball, correct? You want, don't want it too crumbly. That's what the water is for, is to stop it being too crumbly because you need it to be able to stick together as the ball and become like a pastry dough, like as if you're making a pie crust. Very good. All right. So we're starting to get there. Um, I'm going to use the next two tablespoons of water. Teaspoons, yeah, teaspoons, not tablespoons. Um, big difference. <laughs> and now we're going to see if we can make this stuff stick. Okay, very good. Yep, now it's really starting to stick together and become like a dough. Okay, I think I'm still... Well, actually, I may not need the last two tablespoons of water because teaspoons. teaspoons yeah i don't know why I, I i i'm bad habits guys okay where i am running into problems is that the water not all the dough got into the water okay i'm going to add in one more teaspoon Boom. Yeah, good boy. Get, yeah, see, I, I won. And try to get some of the excess dough to stick. So that way I can use it all up. All right, so by the way, guys, so some things to expect on future calls is uh one we're going to be doing a holiday cookies thing that'll be determined by uh, tori and chanel they're going to listen to the recipe swap and tell me what i'm making so this will be interesting i thought that was the idea yep and if yeah, you don't like nice. one of the ones from the recipe swap then we'll pick a different one but i didn't know there was going to be a recipe Yes, there's going to be a recipe swap on holiday cookies. Okay. Next so, week. Next week. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot Chanel can actually hear you. So um, that's going to be next week for the recipe swap on that. And also granola, which I'm told I have to look at two different recipes. I'll be getting to that. And okay, we've got us a nice sticky ball here that's actually staying together. Yay. And it, yay. Now we don't flatten this out just yet, right? Yeah, oh, but well, make you put your mixture together first, and then you can roll it out. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to leave this in the bowl and move this away, so we can now work on our filling for the pie. And another recipe that I'll be making that um, is really good, by the way, is going to be garlic chicken. So. That'll be in a couple weeks, and um, I'll be lining up some more stuff for you all as well as these calls go excuse me, on. All right, so now, next thing that we're going to do is get out a second mixing bowl. Oh, mixing bowl, oh, mixing bowl. The sink of the stuff comes to you. All right. Before we go on to the filling part, though, let's double check and see if we have any questions. So let's start things over in Zoom. Okay, I'm not seeing any raised hands. We had one earlier, but they lowered it, so... I don't know if they're well, gonna... person who lowered your hand, if you want to ask a question, put your hand back up. Yep. Doesn't seem to be anything over here in Clubhouse mm -hmm. either. Oh. All right. Still no raised hands in Zoom, so. Okay. So technically, by the way, I could, I just use my hands. The recipe calls for a flat blade knife. That is too much work. So. Yeah, I always use my hands. Now, a question for you. Yes. Um, the eggs say separated. Um, I never bothered to. Okay. So you don't have to worry about that step. The recipe always said to separate them. I, when I first saw the recipe, decided that, that was too much work and did it with just the eggs as they were, and it was fine. So. All right. Very good. That's what we're going and to do. And when tested on my husband, the particular version of the recipe you're using when tested on my husband, who's from Canada, he said tastes like good pumpkin pie. So. All right. Well, if it's good enough for your husband, it's good enough for us. So um, I don't know what makes him an authority, but, uh, well, he's Canadian. So, well, he's uh, more of an authority on it than I am, considering I had um, genuine pumpkin pie, like, once with that I didn't make myself. So. All right. So we're not going to separate the eggs. We're just going to get them out of the fridge here and... Um, there, of course, we talked about uh, egg cracking techniques in the past. You can do things like crack each egg into a bowl and get all the shells that way before pouring into the main mixing bowl. 
What? You're separating them from your shelves. Well, yeah, but um, okay. They kind of have to be separated from the shell. Yeah. All right. Um, he does have a point there. She, she did. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I never thought of it that way because I just never considered the idea of putting the eggs in their original shells into the mixing bowl. But that That's is a valid awesome. point. Somebody who doesn't know anything about cooking would, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so I am cracking each egg into the bowl, and um, so I guess I really don't need to worry about mixing them together right now. And just, uh, so that'll, we'll leave them separated. And, uh, what? Okay. So the next thing I'm going to do is uh, wash, because raw egg does contain salmonella so we definitely want to get that off of our hands before going on to the next part and um let us put the eggs back in the fridge and i believe we are going to be dealing with our sugar next so this calls for caster sugar. So this is more of a refined. But you can use any other types of sugar if you don't. You generally have caster sugar. Yep. So actually, it calls for the pumpkin first. So. You can do one of two things with this uh, particular recipe. You can use canned or fresh pumpkin. We're going to use canned pumpkin because I am not putting in the extra work that fresh pumpkin would require. Assuming I, could I do it. not blame you at all. I do enjoy carving pumpkins, but I also, if I'm not specifically carving a pumpkin at this precise moment, will not put in the extra work and will get canned pumpkin. Very good. All right, so this is going to be interesting because the canned pumpkin, I've talked about this before, it feels like any other can. And um, what's really fun is I had to get both this and the evaporated milk, and uh, they both come in similar cans. But the advantage of the evaporated milk is it was it's a smaller can because it's 12 ounces as opposed to the 15-ounce can of pumpkin it also helps that these were the only two canned goods in the order so i don't have to do anything to uh, uh identify them we'll just use process of elimination and i guess we'll find out if i'm wrong when i open it but if i'm wrong then well the good thing is because you, since you need both of them open if you open the yes. wrong one first just set it aside and open the other one yep so i just use a manual can opener and i have the little blades let in and turning the little dial and this lid wants to be funny but uh, there we go okay this came off one thing with can lids is you do have to be extra careful with them because they can be sharp sometimes they are sometimes they're not so really try not to touch the edges and we do indeed have pumpkin I'm going to shake the can so it'll all come out and pound the bottom. And ooh, this stuff is packed and solid. Okay, then plan number two. 
is we will use a spoon and I'll just get it in there because the spoon will actually work better than fingers in this case and because it can go real down deep in there and get to the bottom. So the pumpkin, this is a puree, so it's very, very finely chopped pumpkin. One of the advantages of using the canned pumpkin versus the carving it is you don't have to steam it and boil it and mash it and all that stuff. They did the work for you for just um, a little bit more than what you would pay for an actual pumpkin unless you grow them, of course. Don't you just love modern conveniences? I do! Well, it used to be, you know, uh, what you uh, can eat, you can't, and what you can't eat, you can, but uh, now you just buy it in the can. All right, so that is As done. You can. And we're going to throw the can in the garbage, put the spoon in the sink. I do not think these types of cans are recyclable, but to check with your local ordinances if you are so inclined that you have I mean, to depends on um, your area because like in my area they are but all right but if all they're right. recyclable make sure you wash them out before you put them in the recycling bin oh yeah definitely either way So next we need 225 milliliters of evaporated milk, which calls for about 12 ounces, really. Actually, a little bit less than 12 ounces. We're just going to use the full 12 ounces can. And um, one difference between this can and the pumpkin can is the type of bottom. The pumpkin can, unfortunately, it looks a lot like the green bean can, actually, green beans can and um in that it has the rounded bottom but you can tell by shaking it and it's going to not really make a noise this can of the evaporated milk if you can hear it so already i can tell it has more yep, liquid we in can it hear than, that yep so it has liquid it has a different type of bottom so between that and the size i already know that it's my can of evaporated milk Again, without having to do anything special to identify them. And that is just how I can grocery shop sometimes, you know, stagger things. So that way I can just buy in one order things for a specific recipe if I know I can't identify them easily. Otherwise, I can use my phone or a barcode scanner, but the phone is a pain for cans. And so I really don't like to unless I absolutely have to okay so can opener again this time the lid is a little bit nicer but we don't have to do anything fancy just pour the can right in there make sure of course the lid does not go off the can and that is our evaporated milk all right so next up we need eight ounces of caster sugar. I actually do have caster sugar for this one. And um, that's what we're gonna use. We already determined that seven and a half ounces is a cup. So I think we're probably safe in assuming that eight ounces is what, a cup and a half? Uh, no, because it depends on what you're measuring. So it's still a cup. It's still a cup, okay. Well, it's really, uh, It's really confusing. It is, because, uh, yeah. 
and there's also guys, the fact that the reason that it was a cup is because of, uh, that it was um, a whole cup for the other one uh, for the seven and a half ounces is because we rounded up a little. Yes, uh, I I knew I should have used the zero point eight 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 eight. Less confusing, or just used to take done the time and done fourteen tablespoons. All right, so. I have my sugar again in the container. The caster sugar actually comes in a better container, though, than the original sugar. At least the one I got off of Amazon did. It came in a box that is kind of resealable. Um, so the caster sugar is more of a refined sugar than the actual regular sugar, but I think it makes more a difference in like frostings and things like that. Yeah, it, it does. But even even for frostings, you can use the other sugars. You just have to um, uh, spend a lot more time mixing the ingredients to get them smoother. Um, but for something like this, it doesn't make a huge difference. So with that, let us mm, scoop out the sugar, and uh, this is you can definitely tell it feels different. Okay, we're going to pour that in the bowl. Came out very easily. And um, I, now I'm setting the measuring cups in the sink. I will see if I need them for anything else. I don't think so. No, but, uh, you want um, spoon stuff for the pumpkin pie spice stuff, so. Yep. All right. So before we go on with this part, do we have any questions? We do have a raised hand in Zoom. Oh, All Dexter. right, let's start over in Zoom. Okay, Dexter. Dexter. Hello, Dexter. Oh, not a question. Uh, the way to remember it is eight ounces is always one cup. It's based on the weight of water. But that's also why when you have four cubes of butter, that per pound, yeah, but it's two of those are one cup. But that, that's just it, though, Dexter. It's not always because it depends on what you are actually measuring. But, but no, it's used as a basis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, as a general rule, you're looking at eight ounces being a cup and the flour we just rounded up. Um, that is a general. If you have no way to convert it, then you want to work on that kind of basic arithmetic. Yes. But it isn't right. always exact, but that's a good baseline to work with. But should we trust weights that are based on Harry Potter? Oh, oh you, you didn't say Harry Potter. You just said Potter. Okay. All right. Thank you, <sighs> Dexter. Glad to uh, have you. And uh, Dexter is a very is a wealth of information. I still need to try his homemade hamburgers. And um, he also sent an article a couple weeks ago uh, that I did actually send on to Tori about... Um, uh, differences between very informative article and uh, yams so we, yeah, we, we very informative that, uh, thank you for that dexter yes all right You're and uh, dexter yep and dexter comes to us all the way from india so we are truly international here on this call you know both england and india i am not in england in wales okay fine very important factor because Wales didn't conquer India, England did. But you're part of the United Kingdom, so it still counts. So that's not my uh, fault. It isn't. Oh well. Okay. 
Yeah, it did happen a little bit before your time, didn't it? Anyway. No, and then it's not my fault that Wales is part of the United Kingdom. Oh, no, no, it isn't your fault. Well, that happened a little bit before your time, too. So Exactly. <laughs> All right, enough on that. Do we have anybody over on Clubhouse? Not at the moment. No action going on here so far. No action going on here so far? All right, and how about Zoom? Uh, no more raised hands in Zoom. All right, so this next part is going to be interesting because it, because it calls for ground ginger, which is really unfortunate because I don't want to drop the uh, ginger on the ground. But uh, Well, how sorry, about cinnamon. you have jar ginger instead? All right, actually the cinnamon first is what it calls for, and it calls for the most of this, so let's deal with the cinnamon. And, uh, and you can actually put the, spi her, the spices in whichever order you want, really. Yeah. So this actually, this cinnamon is interesting because it, McCormick is the brand I use for a lot of my spices. And unfortunately, a lot of their stuff comes in the same type of bottle. So this is actually the same type of bottle that come, that my garlic powder comes in. Hope I don't ever accidentally <laughs> mix up the two, but uh, that'd be a little no, bit you shouldn't be. You shouldn't. No. Now, some, somebody who has trouble smelling might, but yeah. Yes. That's um, where then we can of, use. The, go ahead. Before you before you continue about your herbs, I just want to uh, about your herbs and spices. I just want to make one quick comment, and that is we will be mentioning four different herbs that it calls for to make the pumpkin spice. If there is one in particular that you do not like, you can um, like increase the quantities of the others a little and then leave that one. Oh, very good, but I just want to know what are Nancy and Kathy doing in my uh, pumpkin pie? Whoa, they want to come and help you eat it. Oh, oh, okay. All right, so I'm calls Once you finish destroying your kitchen, I mean. Yeah, well, I'm trying to find my teaspoon. It has disappeared on me. There it is. Okay. So it calls for a level teaspoon of cinnamon. We're going to cheat though and use two level teaspoons. Can't have too much cinnamon, I don't think. I don't think so either. And I didn't even bother using spoons. I just, oh, I'll put that much in kind of yep. thing. Which and apparently dog my dog does not too. agree with. Oh, really? No, he does not. Okay. Well, dog. She, um, that's would Lily. He, Lee. She. Lily, would you, would she, yes. So, so Lily, did you have any comments you would like to make? Lily, you're supposed to raise your paw before you talk, mind. Yes, well, we'll make an exception <laughs> in her case. Okay, uh, do, you, uh, do you want to finish up whatever your comment was? There you go. Mine says I'm sleeping. <laughs> okay, well, well, if your dog has a comment, let's get it to raise its paw. The facilitator dog gets priority. <laughs> Um, so if I understand Lily, she's saying that, uh, so is this what makes good dog biscuits? And I, they probably do put cinnamon in dog biscuits. I don't know. Um, there are some that do, yes. So we're going to use two heaping teaspoons of cinnamon. And, uh, that means that they are not leveled off. They are not, uh, or in anything like that. I just got to taste so, good. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, and no. in case you're interested, what Lily's actually saying is the tortoise has ended up on its side. Please rescue it. Um, oh. So <laughs> I have to leave my kitchen and rescue my tortoise a second. Very <laughs> good. My well. <laughs> Um, that, 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 that's good. Well, at least, you know, um, you know, if you get, if Lily sheds on the tortoise, does that mean you got the hair on the tortoise? <laughs> you really, you went there? I did. All right. So we've established, we're not going to use ginger that's been on the ground, but, uh, ginger that is, uh, in a jar. And this calls for a half teaspoon and ginger we do want to be a little bit more careful with because too much can definitely affect the uh, taste now yeah this is a round bottle of ginger and when, uh, when my mom was here last she actually braille labeled the bottles and as much as i love technology i have to admit i still find liz if you're on the call you'll be so proud of me reading braille labels is still the most efficient way to identify something so it is except for when your dymo tape decides it's not going to stick and your labels all yes off. yes That's that is yeah that, that is annoying and and they i don't know why they've not figured out a solution for that yet but uh i i that is annoying like that's happening in my baker's sugar um stuff like that so yes that is annoying all right, this next one is going to be interesting. I did not know that the uh, recipe was naked because it's uh, saying that it needs to be clothed. And uh, really hurry. What? Is, did I read the recipe wrong? Yes, it's saying it needs clothes with a V. C L O V E S. So it needs clothes that have a V on them. Okay. Glad we got that sorted. <laughs> yes, it wants a specific outfit. That's exactly what it's saying. Yes, and like a V-neck sweater, maybe, or uh... yeah, that would that that's close with a V, I suppose. Yeah. All right. So we do have a <laughs> bottle of cloves here. This stuff was expensive, at least from Amazon. I was hoping to get it from Walmart, which would have been cheaper. But well, the good thing is you don't need very much. In fact, that even more so than ginger, you want to be careful with how much you use. All right, good. So I'm going to use a level half teaspoon of the clove and pour that in. By the way, just careful with the clove in all seriousness. Uh, you actually can get both whole and ground cloves. So I just got the ground one because I don't want to do Yeah, with... it's better to get the ground ones if you can. Yes. So just make sure, you know, when you're shopping for this stuff that you pay attention because sometimes it can get you into trouble like that i i mean i was paying attention thankfully but um there is a difference between so if you're dealing with a courtesy clerk um make sure you're getting the right things and we need nutmeg and uh, this reminds me of my french toast you know i did my baked french toast on here but i should do my fried french toast on this call as well so i will what do a recipe that. for vegan french toast uh vegan french toast yep Oh, let's see. Would use soy milk instead of milk, uh -huh. and what apple cider apple cider vinegar for the egg? Nope. All right. Well, we will discuss that when uh, we do our French toast call. So now that we've got all that in, I am going to see you now. By the way, this uh, really smells delicious. 
And um, Chanel was asking me, you know, would you actually taste the pumpkin in this? Well, given all the no, other stuff that's in here. No, you don't really. No. You, you taste the seasoning. Exactly. <laughs> and the pumpkin, of course, is pureed, so there's no uh, chance there's of no getting pieces whole of pumpkin. Exactly. Yep. No chunks of pumpkin. It'll be all nicely mixed together, and it will set into a nice firm thing when it's cooked and, and cooled. And actually, I used more than it calls for. It says it's a quarter teaspoon of nutmeg. I used a half teaspoon, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I mean, it's not like you're making it for people who don't like nutmeg. Because unless I missed seeing her leave, there is somebody on the call who I know that applies to. Um, but she knows who she is. All right. So now we're going to mix the pilling and then roll out the pastry into a pie dish. So let us get a spoon here. And um, if you were dealing with the whole pumpkin, by the way, what you have to do is not only peel the pumpkin, but get rid of the seeds. And then you have to steam it, you have to cut it into bite-sized pieces, then put it in a steamer, boil it, then mash it, and then you can add it into the rest of the stuff. So, Yeah, um, then basically, if, then let it cool, and then you can add it. So basically, if you're dealing with a real pumpkin, you want to do the pumpkin the day before so you can rest before you go to make the pie. Yeah, unless you're really that energetic, of course, and by all means, but... <laughs> I'm tired just thinking about it. That's why I got the cans. Me too. <laughs> well, you know, but and that's why housework used to be a lot different. I mean, we talk about the different roles of a man and woman back in the day, but you know, you did. There was none of these modern conveniences we have today that, uh, you know, for good or for bad, we do have. Um, they are. Uh, it's good filling. Bad in the sense that you have to be careful of uh, what can go in them good in the sense that it really can make life a lot easier yeah and we can focus on us house workers can focus now uh, because it's all you know anyone you know i'm a guy and i'm cooking so we can do other things in our spare time like playing on the computer so and those of us with low energy can say oh good that means i can still make pumpkin pie exactly all right so next we're going to get out a pie dish and i think it actually said to line the pie dish um it, it kind of did but i tend to not really bother so all right well no um, my luck i mean things. It, it did, it, if you're concerned about getting your pie out with um really really smoothly without any potential issues then and for presentation purposes then um the lining would make it easier too but if you're not so concerned about that it doesn't really matter all right okay what i'm concerned about is the condition of this particular pie dish so we're going to line it anyway oh yeah if, if it's concerned about the condition of the pie dish then you want to line the pie dish too. So I see stuff on it, and that makes me a little bit nervous here, so. All right, we're going to wash out this pie dish, though, first. 
And now's a good time for, well, actually now it's not a good time for questions. Let's just hold off on that. So if you do have any, hold your horses. We will get to you in just a little bit. And uh, yes, as you've heard, we do even take questions from dogs too, even if they don't have anything to do with the Hey, well, we're, we're not discriminatory about species or anything. Exactly. We, we, we take the motto seriously here, as safe, respectful, welcoming. Yep. All right. So what's going to make the lining job easier is I now have some pre-cut sheets of uh, parchment paper. And hey. we're going to, yay. We're going to take one of them out, put it in the dish, and voila. We're good. So now I'm going to get my ball and just use my hand to really flatten it out. I could get out the rolling pin if I wanted to, but I don't, so. Hey, whatever um, works for you, Herbie. <laughs> yep. The rolling pin is one of those interesting things that I think works better if you're sighted or you just are really, really that good at leveling things. Because the thing I struggle with the rolling pin is I feel like I end up having to re-flatten it anyway because I don't fully trust what, what I, I did with it. Is I use the rolling pin to like start it and then I use my hands to finish the job because yep. the, the rolling pin will do like the initial bit of work and then my hands will do the job that I can't do the rolling pin because I can't see where I need to work. And then we just pour the filling onto the pie, correct? Once you got the pie crust oh. in there, yep. Yep. So I'm just going to carefully pour. And uh, this is going to be a lot of uh, filling. If and there's a possibility that, if I, that you might find that you've got more than your pie crust actually needs, I have found that in the past. So when you think it's basically full, if you've got more pie filling left, put it in the fridge or something and make some more of pie later. Mm-hmm. Um, that does happen to me a lot. I can see why. All right. So now that we've done that, um, I'm going to use the entire thing of filling, and now we're going to bake it at i think it said 375 or 350. um i will go look in a second so let me see here we will bring out the phone all right so let's see three fifty and um we want the, so for three fifty for thirty five minutes we want the mixture a little bit wobbly and um it brown on the top so I'm going to make sure my oven is set for three fifty which it is. And now I'm just going to take the pie dish. The pie dish, of course, you know, being a pie, it's round. Some of the filling did spill over to the side there. But, wow. Okay. And I probably did use more filling than was called for as some is spilling. Okay. 
Hey Google, set timer for 35 minutes. And why would I want to get up that early? I have no idea. So now we will let it sit and then, well, uh, now we'll let it bake and then we will let it cool off before serving. So, yes, it's going to have to completely cool before you can serve it. So you won't, we won't be trying it on the cold. No, we will not. But what do you know? We actually, if I mean, we have a full 90 minutes here, but uh, we actually got this done inside of an hour. Who knew? <laughs> Well, yeah, but we haven't taken any other potential questions yet, and I was going to tell no. people about some adaptations I made. Well, do we have to? No, just kidding. All right, so well, why don't we Well, technically, no, we don't have to, but I want to, so there. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, on that note, we will let uh, Tori do her adaptations, and then we will get into questions. Okay, so first of all, um, as you can probably guess, um, I uh, would not be using the eggs separated or otherwise. So I would use a table, a tablespoon of corn flour per egg um, in place of those. Um, also, if you want to be using a milk substitute like I need to, then you want to go with coconut milk and you want the proper stuff in the can. You can get evaporated coconut milk, but it will work with regular coconut milk if you use the canned stuff. Not the stuff you can get in cartons. It has to be the can. Um, as Kayla pointed out when she was talking about the homemade condensed milk the other day. And um, I also don't use shortening in my pastry recipes. Um, because of the fact that th those are generally vegetarian friendly if you use a vegetable one, but not always vegan friendly. Um, so I would use a bit of extra butter in place of the shortening. Um, so those are basically the only adaptations you need to make for it if you have allergies, other than obviously if you have a gluten allergy, you want to use a gluten-free flour, uh, which you can do. Um, there's also the fact that I always use unrefined cane sugar, no matter what the sugar they call for. Um, so that is what I did in this case. Plus, as I mentioned, you do not have to use the amounts of the exact spices that they said. Um, do be careful if you want to if you're increasing the cloves and ginger because they have quite strong flavors. But if you don't like something like nutmeg, you can increase the cinnamon to um, make up for not using that um, and vice versa. And if you don't like either and you really do love the taste of ginger and cloves, then go ahead and put a little more of that in. Just don't overdo it because, like I said, they do have quite strong tastes. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right. Then on that note, why don't we see if we have any questions? And so we will start with Zoom. Okay, we actually have uh, four raised hands at the moment. And All right. First well, we up will start is, with the first one, and then we'll go over to Clubhouse and see if anybody's there. So, okay. Right. Uh, Abraham, Abraham, 
Hello, Ibrahim. Hi. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yes. Awesome. Um, so, Herbie, I just want to say that ginger is a root. So, technically, all ginger is ground ginger. <laughs> yes. Very. That, 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 that is a good point. I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ibrahim. Thank you for saving me um, the job of having to point that out. <laughs> um, also, the... This pie, pie recipe doesn't have a top crust, correct? What was that? It doesn't have a pie uh, it crust? It doesn't have a top. A top. top. Uh, no, top. no, it does no. not. No. Okay. Nope. And so uh, could you maybe do a, like a crumb topping for this? Well, if you wanted to, you could. Um, you, yeah, you could. Um, if you wanted to, though, the problem is that you need to... Um, bake the pumpkin first and then put the crumble on and then just oh, brown okay. it because okay. otherwise it would just sink into the filling. Okay. Oh, so it's a very soft filling. Yeah. When um, you actually, when you're putting it in, it's practically liquid. Okay. Um, okay. So if you wanted a top, you could either bake the pie and then put a crumble topping over it. Um, once the if toppings had a chance, once the fillings had a chance to set, and then just put it in the oven just long enough to brown the crumble. Um, or if you really wanted, you could do a pastry top. But as a general rule, though, um, pumpkin pie does not have a top. Okay. I did not know that. Um, and then shortening. I don't think we get shortening in South Africa. I just it's basically, yeah, you, it's, it's basically um, the reason that the other name for it is lard is because that's essentially what it is. Um, it's basically grease. So my uh, suggestion to you would be to just do what I do and the, use the extra butter option. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. You can probably make your own shortening as well if you really wanted to, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, as... you probably could, but it's a, it's a lot easier to just use extra butter. You basically substitute the shortening for, um, butter basically. Okay. Thank Definitely. you. All right. As, yes. Um, yes. So we, uh, we are at the on, top of the hour. I'm okay. Sorry. Perfect. Perfect. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Um, that is <coughs> yikes. Good to know. Thank you there, Allison. And uh, yes, we, we cover several countries here on this call, India, South Africa, Wales, and uh, the United States, and I'm sure Canada as well. And uh, anyway, all right, let's go over to Clubhouse. Do we have anybody there? Yes, we do. We have Miss Chanel Allen. Oh, mm -hmm. right. Miss Chanel Allen. Well, Mrs. Chanel Allen, actually. But uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so <laughs> let's see. I thought of a. Oh, yeah. Cloves. Um, I think that's actually spelled C L O A V E S. But uh, yeah. Um, no, and... that's if it's cloven hooves, it's spelled with an A. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So it, um, depends, it depends on the context because the clove as in the herb is without the A. Oh. Okay. But with, for the hooves, like you know, with a cloven hooved animal, then it would have to a. I'm, I'm not putting. And then no when you said whole cloves, I was thinking of you know jeans with holes in them. Thanks to your clothes <laughs> analogy. So <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> the other so shortening. I think it like I've heard it's you know isn't it also used in biscuits? And then I think we Janine used it in her snickerdoodle recipe. So yeah, it, it, it's it's often used. It, it, it was kind of um, used a lot because of shortening of butter supplies um mm. like but because of the rationing because it, you know you can make that yourself whereas it was harder to get a bowl oh, of okay. butter 
So a lot of older recipes will have it mentioned in there. Um, but it, I never, I have not used, been anywhere near shortening since losing my sight because I've never personally used it. I only ever used it when I was helping my nan out when I was younger. So, hmm. And then my other um, question. So I'm trying to be brave enough to try the pumpkin pie because, you know, Herbie said it's not chunks of pumpkin, but then mm -hmm. when it be all mushy the the inside no. and you said there's no, no top right. so wouldn't it be so mushy what happens is when it cools it firms up so mm -hmm. um it, it becomes a, a like nice firm um texture that you can actually bite into hmm. okay well, I'm saying going on record, I will try a bite. There you go. Right. There you I go. will Very try good. a bite. So. And I can tell you just from looking at the sauce, there's already no hint of pumpkin really. And I mean, it's, but so. Yeah. It, yeah. But just the whole really idea of can puree your pumpkin at, and there will be no random lumps of things in your no. pie. I know. I just don't want, because you picture a pie, you know, kind of being mushy on the inside. So I don't no, want any mushiness. No, it's not all mushy. But, it's, it's, no. It firms up. When it first comes out the oven, it's still kind of mushy and stuff. But when you leave it to cool, it firms up. Yep. So by the time okay. it's cold, it's nice and firm and you can actually bite into it. Yep. So, All right. So, yeah, try a bite. And if you don't like it, then at least you know you've tried it. And yep. There you go. All, All right. right. Very good. And let's go back over to Zoom. And uh, who do we have next? Okay. Next up is. Spider Woman? Heidi. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Heidi. How are you? It was my Lily that was sleeping during the call. She was all curled up and all comfy. Mine was not. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing is Nick and I have actually made um, pureed pumpkin. Mm -hmm. And the easiest way that we actually have learned to do it is once you hollow it out, and everything you wash the outside of the pumpkin and you cut it in half and you bake it i think at 350 for i think a half an hour to an hour and then you just scoop out the pumpkin and then you can either throw it through like a food mill or you can push it through a strainer or you can just mash it with a potato matcher yeah, it comes out pretty much the same I think so, I'll still go with the can. I still but, say yeah. that the can is less work. Um, <laughs> but good to know, though. And I'm glad that there are easier ways for people to be able to do that. Um, oh, yeah. But for, those, but for people like me, um, the can is definitely the better option. Oh, yeah. But All thanks, right. Heidi. Yes, yep. indeed. All right. Let's go back over to Clubhouse. Do we have anybody? Don't nope. Think so. Nope. All okay. right. Back to Zoom then. Okay. Next. Next up, we have Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Kayla. Hi. Um. So. Um. I have also made the pumpkin from scratch, and um, I will tell you, uh, my time is valuable. There are some things that are worth making from scratch, such as the sweetened condensed milk that takes five minutes. Um, and uh -huh. pumpkin is not one of them I found uh -huh. as beneficial because 
My time is valuable. That's all I'm going to say. But I also well, you wanted to put, let do you other guys... time for the turkey, so. But exactly. that's worth she it. Like, there's some the things that, yeah, there's some things that I find, yes, it's worth putting the time in for because you get a better result. And the pumpkin, mm-hmm. using the canned cu- pumpkin and making it myself wasn't a big enough difference in taste and texture and all of that. That I know. completely agree. Um, but and that's I wanted why to I say bring on the cans of pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. I bought my canned pumpkin for the cake I'm making. Um, <laughs> but um, I wanted to go back to the rolling pin. Um, you can buy from like. Um, Bed Bath and Beyond and places like that that are more um, kitchen and maybe Walmart has them. But you can buy a rolling pin that has bands that you put on each end of it so that you it in what it does is it elevates it off the table so that you can get a consistent um, uh, thickness of your of whatever you're rolling out of your dough. So that's always an option. And they're mm-hmm. almost like rubber bands that you put on the ends so that, um, and that's I what I use those. because, yeah, I find it amazing because I had the same problem. Like I used to not make cookies that you had to roll out because I'm like, I could never get it the consistent thickness. And so it wasn't that much less, I'd say maybe $20, $30 for it. And it is definitely worth the, the cost. So I it, just want to let people it, know that that is something that is out there. Solve the problem though. It doesn't always solve the problem oh. because my problem, my problem is um, that I tend to put more pressure on one with one hand than the other. Um, mm-hmm. So even with something like that, I still am not doing it consistently through the whole thing, which is why I then use my hand to even it out. But for yeah. most people, or turn it, and so them. that one side that's yeah, that's a what thicker, I do. I turn it, and yeah, um, yeah, so. yeah. But but it is a tool that is available, and that was most and of it's my point, whether it, it works for you or not. Money, but it yeah. is an option. All yeah. Right. So and Kayla, that's, it, the... that's all I had. And go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say this sounds delicious. Yeah. All right. And thank you for. Uh, uh, um, Tori, thanks for remembering the nutmeg, no nutmeg in mine. <laughs> I told you she'd know who she was. <laughs> All right. So no nutmeg in Kayla's. I'll remember that when I make you one and send it to you. Um, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> And uh, you can send me one of your turkeys in return. How about that? Uh, Kayla makes a very unique uh, turkey that I really think she should be selling to like, you know, at least the gourmet restaurants, you know, and like at least get, you know, the recipe or something. Maybe I could just sell them the recipe. Yeah. Yeah. Be like... Yeah, make them do the work. Sell them the recipe and make them yep. do the work. Mine's yeah. brining in the fridge right now. I'm excited. My I got lost. He's like, I'm so excited for your turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically the tur- Kayla's turkey, I got lost after the uh, buying the herbs and olive oil from the grocery store. Um, I got lost after that part. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I remember oranges. And it's, I think, I, just, just buy your airplane ticket next year and we'll with... pull up a seat for you. All right. Sounds good. I'm considering doing my... the orange thing with, so with a block of tofu. That sounds like it will be really yummy. Hmm. Unfortunately, I'll be spending more on the airplane ticket than I would on the turkey. But uh, yeah. All right. <sighs> Who have we? Do we have anybody over on the clubhouse side? 
Ah, uh, uh, we're getting Not some. As cool as I know. All right. Well, uh, then let's go back over to Zoom, and I understand we got some dogs who want to weigh in. <laughs> I don't I know about done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no, she wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. Other people would like a turn to ask questions, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 send some of Kayla's turkey to you there, uh, Lily, and we'll get you pumpkin That's pie flavored. What she's asking for. <laughs> yep. All right, Allison. Who do we have next? <laughs> okay. Next up, we have Vicky. Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Vicky Ratcliffe. You can unmute. Hi. Um. Uh, this is a great call. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, no matter where you live in the world. Anybody can celebrate. My and happy Thanksgiving is, to you too. Thank you. My my question is, um, how thick was your pie crust when you rolled it out? Would you it say it's not very thick? It was very. It was kind of on the thin side. Um, okay, and and you did it like in the pan and around the sides too, right? I mean, normally you do so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. The other thing, uh, one time I made a pumpkin pie and I put nuts on top. So if somebody was wondering about um, a topping, you know, for your pie, a lot of people seem to like that. The other thing I was going to say, make sure the can of pumpkin you get says solid packed on it, because I found with the pumpkin puree cans, it comes with all the spices already in it. Oh yeah, you want to make sure that it just is pure pumpkin, pure puree to pumpkin, not right. with yep. any extras. With yep. any spices, right. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to, I have not made a pie crust from scratch yet, so I'm going to definitely try this. And I assume that this can, this crust can be used for any pie, like if you wanted to make cherry it pie, can, yes. anything. Yep. That's great to know because it's so e it seems so easy to make. So yep. thank you so uh, much. You're All welcome. Right. You're welcome. And the recipe will be going up on the ACB cooks list um, either later tonight or early tomorrow. All right. I can tell you good. that for a fact because I'm putting it there. Exactly. All right. And uh, also, by the way, in addition to the ACB cooks list, I do also have a Dropbox folder that you can click on and, then, and get to text copies of all the recipes that I have done. At least quite a bit are up there. So you have a number of resources to tap into. And Tori has definitely been going back into the archives for um, some of these recipes, including the uh, just recently the chocolate mayonnaise cake, um, perhaps the most difficult uh, thing I've ever made on this cooking call. And it will be interesting. I really forgot to put the sides up of the crust. I should have actually tried that. So it'll be mine will be more of a flat crust, but I'll it, next it's not, it's not a big deal. No. Um, it's, I mean, it, it's not going to be a huge um, difference because you can make a crustless one um, or you can make it with the crust. So um, I don't see why it would be a problem, but uh, normally, yes, you would put sides to the pie. Yep. And um um very good okay who is next over on clubhouse i don't think we have anybody i will remind those of you who are, who are in clubhouse if you do want to participate uh the lower right hand corner of your screen there's a request to speak button double tap on that you'll be brought up on stage and you can participate all right very good all right, then let's go back over to Zoom. Okay, we have Deb 
Dexter up next. Dexter, welcome back. Okay, uh, this is a suggestion rather than a question. And that earlier this week, when I was going through some other uh, pumpkin pie recipes, one of the suggestions that I came across was, you know, after the thing is partially hardened, then uh, sprinkle pecans across the top before you finish baking. And yeah, that, that sounded awesome. really good. That sounded really good to me. I haven't, you know, tried it, but uh, it does sound good. Also, with regard to shortening, um, I don't know if I assume other brands are the same way, but uh, basically shortening is palm oil that's been hydrogenated, fully hydrogenated palm oil is what shortening is. All right, very good. Thank you for that, Dexter. And... Um, you know, speaking of pecans, you know, a recipe I talked about making the other day is monkey bread. So um, that one, if I recall, does use pecans. So that would be an interesting one. All right. Who is next? Actually, that is all the raised hands we have right now in Zoom. All right. And do we have anybody over on Clubhouse? Still nothing. Like I said, if you want to participate over here, it's in the lower right hand corner of your screen. Double tap on it, you'll be brought up on stage. Just stay mute until we, uh, you call on, and everything will be great. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, uh, just a quick reminder there are some exciting things happening in the community this week. For instance, happening over on the next Zoom account is the uh, breakfast, not the breakfast bunch, the neighborhood coffee clatch. And also, you can join Unmute Presents also for joining this evening as I will be doing Apple Bytes and uh, discussing how you can access mail on your phone. That's right. Yes, um, Apple Bytes, not Apple Pie, right, Herbie? Exactly. So that'll be at uh, 8 p.m. ACB time. This Thursday, however, is the big one. Friends giving our third annual call and uh, that is going to be an all-day event so make sure you have the football on in the background so you do not miss it there are three exciting games happening that day or so. just forget the football oh, you don't want to forget the football and we're talking American football because there's two footballs going on you've also got the World Cup so that actually yeah, starts even what some of us are not bothered about watching either, though, so. Well, then you're going to have a boring Thanksgiving. I, I don't know what No, I'm funny. not. I'm going to be on Friendsgiving. Yes. So um, you have Friendsgiving that's going to be an all-day event. There's going to be different facilitators each hour with different topics. So make sure you join us for that. And uh, that will also be streamed on ACB Media 5. It will also be broadcast into Clubhouse. So you all will be able to participate no matter where you are at. So make sure you Even join us. Even those who would normally not be celebrating Thanksgiving. Exactly. And um, so that's the big one this Thursday. Also tomorrow evening, it's electric with Jeannie. 
So that's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern time talking about all those kitchen appliances. Um, so make sure you uh, join that call. And if you've not already done so, what is holding you back? Make sure you join the community list, ACB community call list, that is, to get information on all the calls that are happening. Community at acb.org is the email address you need to write to and give them your name and email address. Say, I'd like to be added to the community call list, please. Make sure you include that please in there. Um, yeah, because we don't want to upset for Colby and Cindy and, and Belinda. Exactly. So um, y- y- you put that please in there and um, they will get you added to the list and uh, you'll be receiving it every day in your inbox. So next week, we hope to uh, have uh, Belinda on here with uh, her cheesy spaghetti. If uh, not, then we will... Maybe you know, just make regular spaghetti. Um, so well, either Belinda will be here making it, or Herbie will. Somebody's going to be making cheesy spaghetti. Yep. Well, I'll be making regular spaghetti. I don't have Belinda's a cheesy spaghetti recipe, but uh, um, even if I, even if Belinda, if not, we I maybe make we'll, it up. I, I it probably could. won't be as good, but we could make it up. We could, but I do know how to make regular spaghetti, and that is something I will uh, definitely do at some point. Especially with my favorite, adding the cayenne pepper to the tomato sauce. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And the garlic and uh, onions Yum. and all that good stuff. So, and Guys, we are at 10 minutes until the bottom of the hour. All right. Do we have any raised hands on either platform? I'm not seeing anything in any raised hands in Zoom. I don't seem to be seeing anything here in Clubhouse. All right. Well, I could have made this a two-hour call and actually tried to try the pie right here in the call, though we would have had to wait. No, till the... it would need longer than that to cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, um, it's gonna you're gonna want to set it aside for at least an hour, maybe even longer to properly cool. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Well, guys, we are going to end this thing. It's been fun. It has uh, been rewarding actually being back in the kitchen. Who knew? I could actually do such a thing. Coming up, like I said, we've got granola. We've got holiday cookies. We've We've got got garlic chicken. Garlic chicken. Or garlic tofu for those of us who don't do chicken. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Garlic tofu. So um, there we go. And uh, we'll come up with some other recipes as well. So if you've got any requests, definitely uh, let us know. And we will definitely take them under consideration. And um, I do not know what we'll be doing for Christmas or anything like that. So uh, just hang tight and uh, make sure you stay tuned to the schedule. And also make sure you're following us in Clubhouse as well. And just a reminder for those of you that are on smartphones, the advantage of Clubhouse is the rooms pop up right there on your screen. You don't have to go hunting through the email and the weird formatting and all that type of thing. So, uh, you know, just want to encourage all you uh, smartphone users out there to take full advantage of the events that are simulcast into Clubhouse. I want to thank Twinkling Tori, as always, for uh, co-facilitating. My thanks to Deb for streaming. My thanks to Tom Terrific over on the Clubhouse side. Thanks to Allison Smitherman over on the Zoom side. 